Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Hendrix, from the Cave, thank you for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a great day, you know, you, uh, we can talk about your latest project, Sam and Kate, which is now available in select theaters, and I believe it's on a uh, video on demand as well, right? I think so. I'm not quite sure on it, but uh, I'm I'm excited that it's out in theaters. Uh, right. It's It really warms my heart because uh, a lot of these people uh, I've known for a long time, and uh, so having a chance to collaborate with them on something and then having it in theaters, it's it's really rewarding. Right. I was, I had the opportunity to watch it last night. I love how it's like, you know, it's got its little humor. It's got its drama. It's got some seeds where it just feels like you're getting sucker punched right in the stomach. You know, like, what are you hoping for when the, the viewers go watch this film at the theaters or on VOD? What do you hope they get out of this? Well, you know, I think it's great this kind of film. Like, we used to see this kind of film a lot in the 70s and 80s, even the 90s. And then, these kind of small heartfelt films sort of disappeared for a while, or at least they were harder to find. Right. So uh, I think, I think that, you know, audiences hopefully don't have to see somebody in tights who goes to the gym all the time to be entertained, right. uh, you know, seven days out of the week, maybe a couple of days out of the week, they can see a film. Like this. Right. Um, so you play Ron, Sam's best friend. First of all, like, how were you approached for this project? You said you mentioned you've you've known him, you've worked with him before. Was this something like, hey, we have a part for you, we want you to come in? Yeah, it's funny because about eight years ago, uh, Orion Williams, who's a producer uh, uh, on Sam and Kate, he's a, a dear friend of mine and I've known him for a long time. Uh, anyway, he approached me with Darren Legallo, who wrote this script that I read and, you know, eight years ago, they were like, Hey, Darren said, Hey, we're both from the same hometown. Uh, and I want you to be in this movie. And I said, great. Yeah. I'd love to do it. And, you know, it, it had several incarnations that fell through. And when Dustin Hoffman and Sissy Spacek came on board, you know, it was a complete chain, uh, game changer. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it came back and I was like, wow, uh, great. I'll play anybody you want. And, uh, you know, we had Ron from Texas. How was it connected with Ron? Cause you know, like, how do you prepare to play him? Like you see him, like he's, uh, he's very mellow. He's relaxed. And some of the scenes he's in, you know, he's funny. He's got the one liners. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, you know, I kind of see Ron as, he's a foil for Sam, you know, he's kind of, he's, he's what's waiting for Sam, like that kind of a life uh, to some degree. If, if Sam, you know, continues to like, you know, fail to launch mm. uh, as Ron has, you know, he's going to stay right where he is for however long it takes, you know, but I think also I mentioned Darren Legallo and I come from the same hometown 
this character was very familiar to me because um, guys like that exist, <laughs> you know, in South Texas. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you don't quite know like what they do or how they survive, but they're always around. And um, to me, Ron is, is kind of one of those guys that just kind of, you know, he's all right being the king of the hill and whichever hill he's deigned is his hill, you know, yeah. and everybody else, they're up to their own devices. Right. Like throughout the film, we see, uh, you know, you, you interact a lot with uh, Jake Hoffman's character, Sam, and you're there for like you pretty much give him advice throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of a sounding board for him. Um, not a very good one at most, most of the time, but uh, every once in a while I drop a, a little pearl of wisdom. So, yeah. but you know, I think the important thing is that like Sam and Kate, it's about, it's about those relationships, right? Mm. It's about those friendships with people. Like you can't, you gotta, you, you, you gotta value people for, you know, more than just their worth on paper or uh, in the office or whatever it is, you know, we're all, we're all interesting. Jake Hoffman, Alec, how do you describe like that chemistry between you two? Well, Jake is a fun guy and uh, we had a lot of fun working together and, you know, he was very enthusiastic about you know, giving it his all. And yeah, he was always trying to find more interesting things uh, to do like off the page and within the page as well. So, uh, it, you know, it was a lot of fun working with him and, and it was great having a chance to work with uh, Sissy Spacek again. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people think that E.T. was my first film, but it was actually a film called Raggedy Man, which was, shot in 1980 81 and that was starring sissy spacek and it was shot by her husband and skyler's dad jack fisk um so that was my introduction to acting and and working in in film so it really felt like i was kind of coming home and coming full circle at least in my career personally um it, and it was nice to to work with Sissy Ann Schuyler and, right. and of course working with, I mean, I didn't have any scenes with Dustin, uh, but I got to meet him and he and Jake are just really lovely people. Uh, I, I don't know if we get a lot of talk about a little bit of spoilers, but how heartbreaking was that scene when he finds Dustin Hoffman's character, like passed away on the, on the, on the recliner. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's it was sad. It was sad reading it, you know, yeah. and, and the script. I mean, this the script was very special. Uh, I remember when I first saw it eight years ago, I said, yeah. this is a great story. You know, it's uh, and and that's what I look at. Usually, you know, I look for story and you kind of as an actor, that's what you do. You serve the story in some way and and uh you learn to recognize strong ones and weak ones. And this was one of those scripts that I read and I said, that's going to be special if it doesn't get completely mauled uh, in mm. the process. There's a scene that we see that you're in the coffee shop and you're getting ready. You play the guitar, you sing, you see your character seems very happy, but you kind of seem very happy now too. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Ron is living his dream life, right? right? You know, he's like, he can play the guitar to an audience and he's making money at the same time, you know? He's not being replaced by a robot. Right. You know, (laughs) win-win. Now, you're a big guitar guy, right? Yeah, so it's funny because... You know, it was kind of scripted like Ron strums the guitar. But on the day, Darren was like, well, you know, we want you to play a song. Okay. He said this like the night before, you know, it'd be great if you, you played a song up there on the stage in the scene tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, then I got to set and I realized like the whole scene, the, the shot kind of revolved around tracking me to the stage and doing mm-hmm. this thing. And I thought oh man, uh, I haven't played out live in years and playing on camera is really weird anyway. But it was great for Ron because, you know, he doesn't have to be especially good. So when you played the guitar, like how you, how long did you practice the night before? Uh, most of, uh, you know, like between rap and dinner and till my yeah. fingers were tired. <laughs> you know, like Brian Adams, till my fingers bled. <laughs> So Sam and Kate's available, like I said, selected theaters and VOD. Uh, now, what's next for you? Any other projects you're allowed to tell us about? So I've got a couple of things uh, on Netflix now. And, and you know, I've been working a lot with the director, Mike Flanagan, and his new show, uh, The Midnight Club, I'm in one episode of. But also, uh, I'm in The Fall of the House of Usher, which is going to be on uh, Netflix and next year sometime i'm not sure when the drop date is um other than that i've published a book in 2019 called the window in the mirror and it's uh the first in a series of fantasy books that i'm writing and it's being uh it's being printed into uh, paperback uh in the next few months so there's that and and I've got an album with my band Farspeaker that I'm threatened I'm I'm threatening to release. I've been <laughs> threatening to release it for a year now, but I'm actually going to make good on the threat. I think um, in 23. There you go, Henry. I want to thank you uh, for giving a few minutes today. This is great. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I, I really enjoyed it, and um, thanks for helping promote Sam and Kate. I think it's a great little movie. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.